I'm ready. You ready, uh, Cowboy? I'm ready. Let's do it. Welcome to the Donks Hockey Podcast. Uh, I am the Big Panda, and we are three dads, amateur podcasters who have decided to take our bourbon and beer-filled conversations and our, our banging the glass from the rinks and our hotel lobby conversations to a podcast. Uh, this podcast is uh, specifically designed for hockey parents and, and fans of DMV hockey, and it is designed for to give kind of some insight, maybe some resources, and, and just to share some funny damn stories uh, regards to our kids that play hockey. Um, we have three kids that are all moving up to um, peewee birthier, minor birthier hockey, and we play hockey in the DMV for now. Right now we do. And we've played the gamut of different levels of hockey. We've played house to elite AAA now, right? We've been exposed to uh, a bunch of different teams now i think we've been in i actually it's funny i thought about this the other day cowboy i've been in every rink but piedmont <laughs> i've never played a game in piedmont come for a stick and shoot bud right right it's hilarious <laughs> so without without further ado what we'll do is we'll start with introductions on who we are um we'll go with uh the cowboy first tell uh, tell the world a little bit about yourself so they have a little bit of background and they know where we're coming from or where you're coming from in regards to, to your perspectives on hockey yeah of course so howdy world um I'm the cowboy, just a basic construction worker, uh, single dad, uh, started this hockey journey in 2018 when the Caps won the Stanley Cup, you know, that kind of, kind of got little Z kind of interested in the hockey scene and signed up for the learn to play and kind of never stopped from there. He was born to be a baseball kid. Took one season to figure out that's not the path. Uh picked up hockey and loved it, you know. It was rough. Rough at first, you know. The learning curve, he's he's a perfectionist, so when it wasn't easy from the get-go, you know, it was, it was a tough thing for him, but he toughed it out and became a really solid hockey player. Um, my background in sports was baseball. That's why I figured he'd be there, you know, played almost 15 years of baseball, coached probably six years of baseball, um, you know, and at a lot of different levels. So that's kind of the sports background. And again, for him, it's been four years of just learning and going with the flow, finding the right fits and, that's kind of about it for for us. And you've got some exposure to um, college baseball as well, right? Correct. Right. You had, well, you you almost went down that road and mm -hmm. things kind of, so that's, and I think that's important for the world to know, right? So you have an idea and some exposure to college, college and collegiate sports. So, um, but that'll come into play later and you'll see some of that come out as we talk further, right? Yeah. So was that it for you, buddy? That's it. All right. Uncle Sammy, what, what we got here? We got Uncle Sammy. What's going on? Um, you know, kind of similar to uh, Cowboys' background. Um, my background was never in hockey. It was all football, baseball, basketball, and a white picket fence in Tennessee. Um, but 
Shopping carts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shopping cart fence in Tennessee. Yeah, it will. Yeah. <laughs> nah, stop trying to church it up, I guess. Milk crates. Joe Dierte. That's it. <laughs> Milk crates for dining room table. Oh, chairs, right? Been there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we went to uh, an ECHL game, which is top-notch hockey. If you ever have a chance, pass on it. Um, not great. Uh, little C or little peanut. Uh, kind of fell in love from there. Like, a little tuned into Mighty Ducks. Little, little. hey, I want to try to play hockey. We said, well, how about you learn how to skate first? And so we took him to the rink, and he fell a whole bunch and crashed and burned and crashed and burned and got back up and, like, kind of figured it out on his own, like how to get like, his way across the rink, and the rest is the rest is history here, boys. Yeah, a little like, resiliency, I'm, man. Yeah. Hey, man. It was a good, good learning experience, right? right? Like, hey, fight through it. Figure it out. Fall down, get back up. Yep. You want to make this him. thing happen? Like, let's go. Um, I guess mine's a little different. Like my my aspect of this is a little different because uh, I am still active duty, so being gone sometimes is uh, is a different thing. Because you know, uh, Mama Freedom has to uh, kind of figure it out on herself. But yeah, that's me. Uh, I like that, Mama Freedom. Yeah, character. Yeah, coming to Pod Five. <laughs> uh, once again, I'm the Big Panda. Um, I have zero knowledge about hockey up till this point, I guess. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> I take a lot of abuse from the cowboy. Um, <laughs> when I mentioned earlier in the introductions about fist fights, it's usually between <laughs> cowboy and I, but, uh, but we, I, we love each other like brothers. There's no doubts, right? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but it, you know, we, we call each other out. Big time, and uh, it works, and that's it's a good reality check right. once in a while. Mostly for me, yeah, but. right. <laughs> so I grew up in uh, I grew up in in, in Virginia. Um, we were um, I was the only child of immigrants, and um, I have had little or no exposure to hockey. I never played hockey. I never, other than I played recreational sports, um, other than just soccer, really. Uh, played a little bit of rec basketball, um, and my love for hockey really came actually when Mama Panda and I, our first kind of date was going to a hockey game together, and uh, we were big Caps fans, and then somehow she said yes. Um, she's still sobering up from that decision now, and <laughs> and uh, we had Little Panda, and uh, we just said, all right, we'll give hockey a shot. Uh, so Little Panda's been in hockey for about five years, I think. Um, you know, I think Cowboy and, and Little Z and Little Panda crossed paths at one point, but we just haven't ended up playing on a team together till now. Well, we and played spring hockey together. No, we actually just tried out. We didn't play that one together. Oh, I mean, you're talking about spring this past year, right? Spring yeah, this past yeah, year. Yeah, 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 so we played. We played. So the three of us got together, uh, played for a AAA team over the spring. Uh, Cowboy and Uncle Sam hooked up together earlier than than the three of us until all three of us got together for spring hockey. Uh, I come from a uh, law enforcement background. I've retired now, and I'm probably the elder of the the three of them. Not probably. You are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so if you want to know further about any all three of us, uh, our bios will be up on the um, on the uh, Donks Pod, the Donks Hockey Pod. Um, Website, and we'll give that to you at the end. 
So, and can I just say it's weird to hear you play basketball being four foot eleven? I never pictured that. That's a lie. <laughs> um, but then again, if if uh, he's the Asian Muggsy Bogues, right, right. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you'll yeah, probably you probably won't be able. You probably won't be able to pick me out in a rink at all. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Anyways, so that's that's a little bit about ourselves. Um, let's talk a little bit about what this podcast is going to be about, right? So we're gonna we're gonna bring you we're gonna give you stories about our experiences growing up in hockey. Um, I guess with our kids because it is actually a growing thing for the parents. Uh, and learning hockey uh, along with our kids, right? I mean, that's a big thing with it. And we're going to provide resources, and we're going to do some fun stuff. We'll give you top three lists of things that we liked that we've encountered over the five-plus years. And we're going to give you a little bit of background and knowledge into um, into the um, – we're going to give you some background into some of the, the, the clubs that we've – well. Not specifically any clubs that we've encountered, but we'll we'll talk about our experiences. Atmospheres, atmospheres. Yeah, um, we're not here to disparage any clubs, any people, any kids, anything like that. It's not it's not going to be like that. We're just going to talk about. We'll have funny stories. It'll be anecdotal, but uh, certainly we're not we're not here to to be malicious in any way, right? We're just here to have some fun, drink some beers together, which we're doing right now, and uh, and drink some bourbon and, and tell our stories. Yeah, the same gospel. This <laughs> right. is just us speaking and take what you can. Um, so with that said, I think um, each of us have come up with three rules of um, what we can pass on to parents, kind of maybe just to follow and kind of things that we follow. Again, none of this is gospel, right? These, these, are, just, these are just kind of things that we do, right, that works for us. And we have three kids that are pretty successful. Um, and we've we've had our ups and downs with it, you know, as we went along. Um, things that worked, things that didn't work, and it's a trial and error thing, right? We learn from our mistakes, and that's kind of what we teach our kids, right? Um, we didn't really go into the principle about, like, how we're raising our kids in hockey, right? That's a different thing. Like, it's a whole different, you know, it's it's kind of a very specific topic. Different and, episode. Well, I, I think, I think what, what I mean by that is we apply these three rules or these rules of hockey, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be three because mine's kind of a general rule that, that would probably cover all three of my rules, right? So it's, it's kind of just a guideline, I guess, for what we use to raise our kids is, is to the topic. And uh, we're going to talk about, I guess, we're going to add in here al- along with the rules of hockey, the... Um, Kind of uh, U.S. again, U.S. brought up some stats in regards to how many where kids are playing in college, right? So that's huge, you know. And then and then we'll probably reference some gap year stuff that I'm not a fan of. But anyways, uh, so let's go into it. cowboy. Let's let's start with you. What's what what are some of your rules for for parents for hockey? Uh, I guess number one is don't don't take it too serious. But give your kid the best opportunities. You know, a lot of parents try and find the top-notch of everything and top-notch trainers and top-notch this, top-notch that. At our age group, our kids are 10. You know, like, find, find you somebody that they love. Like, going into, I guess, rule 1.5, 
with me is find a trainer that gives a shit about your kid. You know, not just how much money you're paying them. They're invested. Find somebody who cares about your kid, wants the best for your kid. You know, that's one thing that I am so grateful for is these 16, 17, 18-year-old kids that have invested in my kid. You know, I get texts. I'm 35 years old and get a text from a 16-year-old. Hey, how did your kid do today? And those are the kind of kids that I pay to work with my kid. You know, 20 bucks here, 20 bucks there, but they they're invested. Find that guy. You know, rule number one, find somebody invested in your kid, not the money. Um, I like that. It's a good rule. Good yeah. One. Yeah. You know, uh, rule number two is, you know, I don't know right now. Like, I feel like I'm at a crossroads with, from our first take of this to the second take, you know. <laughs> yeah, get, for, the, for the record, this is our second take. We, we as amateurs have completely screwed up the first one, right? So this is kind of a second take. It's a second chance. So it's, 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 it's take two, but. Yeah. Going through, you know, a big transition with little Z right now, you know, I'm looking at just from outside the box in. So. I'm kind of learning my own rules as I go, I guess. Like right now I found a coach that I really enjoy. So I think rule number two would be find a coach that, you know, gives you what you want, not just somebody out there doing it to pass the time. Maybe would be rule number two. Um, bringing summer coach has been very invested in him too that, you know, he loves it. He's, it, it makes him want to play hockey more. And that's a good thing too. Um, so I, I think, let me, let me say something about, I think the coaching thing, right? Like, so we, we don't reference other pods, but yeah, we, we listen to pods too. Right. And we listen to that one pod. I think, I think uncle Sammy sent it. Was it you that sent that pod about coaching? Uh, yeah, it was, it was power tech, right? Yeah, Online. Powertech. Great. Yeah. great. And we give, we give a shout out to power tech. Like if you want to listen to another pod, I, I mean, if I'm going to endorse something. I wouldn't endorse that one. Right. Like they are good. They're, good they're really good. Right. And it's, it's, that one is, I think he was a, a, a coach and a player, right? Like a junior player that went. So it's a coach and one of his old players that now works with him in hockey development. Yeah. And this guy coached at the highest, like he coached the OHL, I think. Right. So that's like, a, I think, I think for, for people listening, that's a broader scope of hockey, right? Like it gives you a bigger picture. Like again, ours is very specific to this area, right? Like we can only speak to the DMV area. We've had exposure up north um, to some teams and kind of, but we're not like entrenched in the culture up there as much as we are here, right? Because we've probably hit up quite a few programs. Um, so uh, I know I, I, I digress, but in regards to coaching, I think one of the things that PowerTech talks about is they talked about uh, what is the right amount of coaching, mm -hmm. right? And I agree with the Cowboy 100%, right? Like, he found a coach that, that, that fits with Lil Z, right? And that's important. It doesn't have to be, like, a Barry Trotz, right? Or it doesn't have to be a pro coach. It's what coach is appropriate 
at the level that you're at. Right. It's finding the guy that can relate to your kid. Right. And, and that's very that's very important, right? Yeah. So. In coaching baseball, you know, I was a 20, 24-year-old kid relating to 9, 10-year-olds. It was easier for them to relate to me than it was, you know, the 40-year-old coach, the 50-year-old coach. It was just they enjoyed me because I'm a, I'm a child, you know, at heart. I, I relate to, <laughs> relate to the kids very well. And they, they not arguing there. No, there is no argument. <laughs> show, show me one. You know? But that's kind of something I've come into the past few days is like, that's, that's something my kid needs to relate to is find somebody to look up to, not just teach them the skills. Cause you can, at 10 years old, your kid's just listening. He's not retaining anything unless he respects you. He's not going to care what you say unless he wants to make you proud, right? Like, find the coach that your kid just relates to, and that could be anybody. Maybe it is the Barry Trots. Maybe it's the guy they found out back, you know? It could be anybody. you got to find your kid, you know? And as a parent, my rule number three is push them as far as they'll let you push them. Get them ready for the real world, too. You know, I know don't take it serious and push them kind of clash, but it is that, you know, that's balance balance that, you know, I push little Z far, you know, I push him right. (laughs) I push him right to that breaking point. And then I go home and I'm like, maybe, maybe (laughs) maybe that was a little too much (laughs) today, but this is just hockey to me and maybe for him, like, my kid's not going to the NHL. We maybe there's a one in a million chance and maybe he gets that lucky, whatever. But it's not about that. It's about teaching him life experiences through hockey. You know, wake up every day, push yourself to be better. Don't be lazy. Don't expect anything. Like if you want to be the best, you have to train to be the best. So also push him, you know, put him Put him in those uncomfortable situations. Make him work for what he wants. It would be kind of my third rule. That's great. So the interesting part here, and I think I want Nicole Salmon to piggyback on this, is on our first take, right, like it seems like the Cowboy was in a completely different place, right? So his his rules have changed. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I (laughs) I think it speaks to the dynamics of hockey and how it changes, right, the landscape of it, and the emotional infusion that hockey brings right it's draining it it can be (laughs) it can be and we're coming out i mean and and you know some things have flipped with us right now but we're coming out of you know we're getting towards the end of the season we're starting to wrap it up a little bit but if if the first the first take that we took the cowboys three rules were completely i want to say completely different but he's just much more relaxed with it and i think he's at a different place right and that's the continual growth as, as new parents in the sport have to understand that there is a continuous growth, not only for your child, but for you right. as the parent. A hundred percent. And you know, I it, don't think my rules have changed. Like I still have those same kind of rules, but my order of importance changed right. over the past right. couple weeks. Like I've looked at it from different perspectives and realized, like, I want to push my kid as far as I can. I know that's just life, is you're not going to wake up every day wanting to go to work. I I don't, you know. I I climb ladders for a living. There's days I'm like, 
man, I really wish that ladder would just stay on my truck. But guess what? Got to do it. Yeah. Right? So that's kind of where I'm at with him is make him understand that some days you're not going to want to do it. But guess what? Go out and shoot 100 pucks. Get better every day. Find a way to get better. And that's what I tell him. Somebody else is working. Are you? Yep, that's great. I think I think those are three really solid rules. You know that that if if you know again this if this is what you take away from this right like we're just we're just here kind of just giving it to you right like you know if we get one listener great if we get zero that's that's just good too right thank, like whatever thank you one listener yeah thank you one we listener appreciate I'll be the one right <laughs> we know listen we know that the DMV right I we've. I've commuted in the DMV, so as a cowboy, you know, Uncle Sam is a little bit newer to it, but he, he commutes probably two hours. So <laughs> we're, we're hoping this podcast will entertain you somewhat, right? So That Prius um, is coming in handy now. He's, he's Prius. <laughs> get real gear back. Right, right, right. He's a he's a environmental. Never mind. We won't go there. <laughs> All right. Uncle His pinky S- just poked out and said something about right. a Tesla. What'd you say? Ooh, that's what I need. Right. All right, Uncle Sammy. What what do you got for you for uh, for the three rules here? All right, let's, let's go. roll with it. Let's go. All right. So rule number one: the only thing you can control is effort. There is nothing in life that you can have an effect on if you're not putting in the most effort. So every time you step in a classroom, you step on the ice, the only thing that you can control is your effort. And if you're stepping on the ice, you're walking on a lacrosse field, you're walking into a classroom, and you're not giving your all, then you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Right. right? So control your effort, control your input, and be that person. It doesn't matter what anybody else does, just like in life. doesn't fucking matter. Um, so let's. So you're saying effort over stats. I'm saying right? effort over everything. That's I think exactly that's a, what I was going to say. I right? think that's important for the listeners because we know each other, so we can keep it broad. But for the listeners out yeah. there, I think we have and, to be specific. With and it. we're very on the same page here. So what he's saying is five goals in a lazy effort is useless. When it comes down to effort, if you're out there just pounding away and come out of the game with zero goals, zero, zero assists, that's way better than five goals in a lazy game. I agree 100% with that. Is oh, I, that's what you're going for. I'm with it. You know? like I am 100% here for that. Yeah. And for but, the, go ahead. I'm but sorry. for me, it's even broader, right? Like, if you can walk into the locker room and your teammates, you can look at every single one of them and know that you did everything you could then that's okay, right? Like, I, I, I want to play teams better than us. I want to lose games because I think there's a lot to learn from losing. You learn more in a loss than you ever will in a win. Yeah, and I don't I've want you to... have always been taught that. And I don't want you to come off the ice and say, oh, well, you know, we played this great team, but I scored five goals. We did, Like, hockey is not an individual sport. No. Right? It's a team sport, and you win and lose as a team, and... If you can't, if you walk into the locker room knowing that you had something left, you're like that's unacceptable in my eyes. Yeah, so hundred percent. Yeah, and I think I think as a cautionary tale, right? Like uh, Cowboy and I have talked about it prior to to uh, Sammy and I. Um, I've known Cowboy just a little bit longer, and stats was an important thing for me. Eight years isn't that long. <laughs> but uh, Dude, I, I hate being the new 
<laughs> I counted. I counted all the little pandas' goals, and I could give you all three years as mites what his stats were, but nobody gives a crap about that, right? And I think I think honestly, the way Little Panda plays now, you guys probably wouldn't believe me when I told you that he had that many goals because I think he's kind of come out of that individualistic play. It's called growth, uh, Big Panda. Your kids figuring it out. Yeah, but I, I think but I think again, if 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 piggybacking off of you know what what Uncle Sammy said right about the effort part right, if you're going to be a parent and you're going to preach something, preach effort. You know, that's that's the most important thing. Uh, it's not about the stat line, right? Because, again, that was me for a while, and I've had numerous conversations with the Cowboy about this, and and honestly, I still keep stats. But I keep it to make sure that there's a balance. Boo <laughs> birds, boo birds. I can tell you uh, the amount of goals and assists he's had this year, but it's to make sure that there's a balance, right? Do and you. I, Do and, you. And, and but, it's, but, but the difference now is, is that he doesn't ask me. He doesn't ask me how many goals he's had. He doesn't ask me any assists. He doesn't care anymore. Stats are an easy thing to keep track of, though. Right. Like, it is, at the end of the day, something you can look back at, and it's solid. So it's easy to track those, right? It's easy for a parent to say, that's what I need to track. But for me, as a sport guy, like, I grew up in it. You know, my dad played sports. All of his brothers played sports. Like, it was, we're a sports family. Like, I see the different side of it. Like, how many back checks? Right. Did, your, did your kid back check? It's real cool to score five goals, but if you're not back checking and they score six while you're out there, did, did you do anything for you? We talk about that all the time, you know? L- little Panda had a decent game today. And, I, well, did you see his back checks? Kid played great. And, and, then you, we, and then you have to think about it. You're like, uh, shit, okay. I, yeah. I need to take a look at that aspect of the game instead of this one side. Let me take a look at the back side of the game. And it makes sense. Like, I get put in check all the time. People are like, hey, your kid had a great game today. And I'm like, uh, did he? And I'll go back and watch a couple clips, and I'll be like, okay, you know what? He gave effort. That yeah. is a great game. Yeah. So, and I, th- I, think, I think people are... I think I think there's a misunderstanding when it comes to the cowboy, and if, if people that know the cowboy like, he's he is so not driven by stats and goals and assists. It's amazing, and he's taught me quite a bit this year, and I learned a lot from him in regards to how important the effort part is, you know. And you know, again, that's a cautionary tale, and it's not about the goals, you know. No. Um, if you're, I mean, honestly, like to me, like. If I'm going to preach a stat line, it'll be assists only because I want him to learn to share the puck, right? Like, it's, it's not about you scoring individually. Big Panda's just trying to throw in a stat. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Give us the number. Give us the number. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the top of my head. I don't know. Bullshit. I can look it up. Bullshit. But, all right. Uh, that's <laughs> 32. <laughs> something, something like that. <laughs> Uh, okay, that's a great rule, Uncle Sammy. What's what's rule number two for you, brother? So my, my rule number two is kind of different, right, from what, what you guys have talked about. But let the game take him as far as it will take him. Like there's nothing that, that, that you or I can do or there's nothing, there's no, there's no camp, there's no, there's no special place that you can send him for the summer that will change who he is and what he's capable of. So while I agree with you, push him to push him, like I'm not, I, I completely agree with that, right? 
there's a point as parents where we have to push our kids, like just to show them that they can do better. But if I'm going out and hey, you're going to do power skating on Wednesday, you're going to do stick handling on on Friday, like that's me doing it to him, right? He's got to want it too, right? And he's got to want to be there. He's got to be bought in. So just let it go as far as he wants it to go. It's not my hockey career. It's it's his. And it's a, it, for me, it's as far as he wants it to go. So let the game take you as far as it will take you. And it could take you to be you, and you could be playing in the bean pot. Or it could take you to the University of Tampa, and you could be playing ACHA, D1, and playing for a national championship. Or you could be playing Tier 2, 18U. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I think you guys are missing the highest level here, and that's beer league. Oh yeah! Like let's have fun with it because I, I want. I'm, I'll be in that locker room. And I used room. to get yeah. so mad about. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's appropriate though at mites to be preaching like your kid's only going to make beer league and that's what you're training for, right? Who like, cares? Like that bothered me, right? No, no, no. I'm, I so I 100 percent agree. We had a coach who looked at all the kids and said, "None of you are going to make it to the NHL." Right, like that's not your that's not your fucking place. Right, you don't you don't crush a kid's dreams that early, and that's not what we're doing here by by telling parents like, okay, your kid's not going to make it to the NHL. What we're saying is, is the chance is small, and what what Uncle Sammy's rule is 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 perfect, right? Like I tell little Panda, like if you don't want to get up in the mornings to go to a, a lesson, that's on you. I don't care. I'll sleep in, right? I got no problem. Once you tell me, once you tell me you want to go, we'll go. That's not a that's not a problem, okay? But it's it's your effort, you know. And you're going to ask me how you play in the game, and it's going to be about your effort. And I'm going to tell you the truth, right? It's not going to be a crappy car ride like that. It'll be because I'm a little bit different. Well, depending on the effort. Well, it might yeah, be a yeah, car ride. yeah. <laughs> but I think what Uncle Sam is getting at is put your kid in the position. To go as far as he wants. Yes, absolutely. invest Invest what you can. You know, I do. I invest everything I can to allow him to get to the next levels. But I'm not... Philly ain't ready for the Beverly Hillbillies. But the parents need to know that you can't decide for them in that aspect. You can provide them opportunities... But they'll go as far as they want to go, right? Yeah, that, 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 am I am I reading in that right? No, no. And I I take your your morning skate example, right? Yeah. Um, little Peanut has an opportunity to get up and go skate before school. Does he do it every week? No, right? Because that's what that like I'm not going to kill him to for something that that everybody says will make him better, right? Yeah. If he doesn't care and he just goes out there and goes through the motions, it doesn't make him better. Right. If he doesn't want to do it, yep. then it's it's going to be useless, right? Like, and that that'll probably piggyback off of my rules here in a little bit. But yeah, but so it definitely like I love that rule, and every time I hear you say it, it resonates with me. Like it it, it doesn't. I, I don't want to say it hits a nerve, but it is such a great rule to live by, right? Well, and it's definitely one of those step back rules, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, before you start getting mad as a parent, and before I start getting upset as a parent, like. Well, does he want to even do this, right? Or like, and then you ask him just to be. We we put our kids in check by just asking him, like, do you still want to do this? Like, you know, because a big argument comes up about spring, right? We have this conversation all the time. Like, everybody tells me he needs to play another sport. I go, well, well, he doesn't want to play another sport. Well, he has to if he wants to. What? <laughs> exactly. Because NHL, like, because NHL players did that. 
it's still a small percentage of people that make the NHL, right? So, you know, all, all the naysayers out there, and I have conversations with parents from other clubs, and they're like, you know, that have been to the USA Hockey, and you all, well, USA Hockey recommends this. I go, well, I don't live for USA Hockey. My kid isn't on the U.S. development team, right? Well, I'm so, going to absolutely crush USA Hockey in a future lesson. So. Wow. You know, <laughs> I got your back. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I, I think that's a great take, and again, I just, I love that role, and it just... Like it just hits it's it hits a positive nerve in me every time he says it. So, so I'm gonna add on something there, and it's something I've learned about my kid in general. Is there are gonna be days that your kid says, "No, nah, I don't feel like it," and I will just say, sitting in front of Fortnite is way more convenient than than just taking him to the rink and letting him figure it out there. There's days little Z's like. I'm like, hey, you want to go to a stick and shoot? And he's like, eh, okay. And I take him, and it's one of the best days because he got there, right? Like, I put him in that position to get better, too. And he's like, now I'm here. Now it's the convenient thing to go out and skate, and he'll set up his own cones and run a damn drill. So figure out who your kid is, too. Absolutely. You know what? That's that's a great point. Read read the room. Read your kid. Yeah, if if you're taking your kid to six stick and shoots in a row and every time he's just dragging ass that's not your kid the convenience isn't your kid my kid will be like "Eh, okay let's go and we're not promoting laziness by any means no 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 we're not not promoting mediocrity but but you can also use those failure points as an example like well you don't want to go practice shooting so your shot sucks right like or your passion sucks because you're not practicing off the the passing bumper, you know, that they have or whatever, you know? So, 100%. Just yeah. figure out who your kid is and play to those strengths. Like, I know when I take my kid to a stick and shoot, he's going to find a friend there. And it's like, thanks, thanks, Dad, for taking me. But he didn't want to go in the beginning, right? Like, but there are kids out there that if they don't want to go, they don't want to go. Right. You know, like figure out just those little quirks of your kid too to play to that strength. Like your job as a parent in sports is to make your kid better and but, figure it out. But I, and again, I think it's it, the important thing here is is not to make those decisions for your kid, but create opportunities for your kid. Right? That's yeah, hundred percent. Let him know that it's there, and if he wants to take advantage of it, he'll take advantage of it. Right. Right. Like, what do you want to do this spring? What do you want to do this summer? What, how do you want to do it? Like, yeah. here are your five options, right? And then you can say, these are why we think these are good options. Me personally, like, you know, we talked about spring and summer. This is where I want to travel. Do you want to travel here? Right? Like, yeah. that's, that, was, that was a big part of it. So, anyways, that's, again, that's a great rule. So, my, my third rule I've scratched my head on a lot. And it's enjoy the ride. And, and I mean that in multiple ways, right? Like... When did you ever think that you would go to Chirac and watch your kid play against the best teams in the country, right? Like, yeah, it didn't go well, right? With my luck as an adult, I knew I'd end up in Chirac to play hockey. Okay. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> like when, we were sitting in the, when we were sitting in the hospital with little Peanut, like, it wasn't... Wait, what? In Chirac, so he got shot. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm 25 cent, I only got a couple bullet holes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but, like, you, you know, like, you're holding this kid, and he's a baby, and nowhere uh-huh. in there 
Like, was it like, dude, we're going to fly to Chicago and you're going to play against the best teams in the country? When you're a squirt, you're going to come across this team yeah. called Minnesota Machine. And they are going to teach <laughs> to you about hockey. Pump you. <laughs> like, in, in that, like, enjoy it, right? Like, like in, in no way, shape, or form did I think that like, this is what we would be doing. Right? Like, in my mind, we were playing the local travel baseball circuit. Right? Because yep. that's what I did. So like enjoy the enjoy the ride, but also enjoy the the drive. I have the most amazing conversations with Little Peanut going from a game, and just like giving him that place that he can just hey, when we get in the car, you can let it fly about how it went. Like I don't care. Yeah. Right? But but see where he's at and see what he sees because you may be standing on the other side of the glass being like, oh my god, like this kid he like just doesn't get it. And then you get in the car and you're like, all right, what did you think of today? And he tells a completely different story. And so, like, learn to enjoy that. Like, it's a it's a wild ride. It's a long ride. Like, it's a lot of to, rides. <laughs> it's a ride of rides. But you have to enjoy that time that you get to spend with him. And you're not going to get those times every week or every yeah. day. Like, Agreed. It goes by really fast. Like, I, how, dude, I mean, we're at Pee Wee's now, right? I, mean, I will say... I've I looked back at a couple photos of little Z and I absolutely miss first year mites. How small he was, how cool he looked in his little uniform. So I'm I feel you on that in a in a way right now. Like Like, it was so cool. There's no more beach bash, right? Like there's no No. more like Oh god, beach bash. So awful, but so good at the same time. Had a blast. Buddy I will pl- neither disparage nor endorse any tournament. When they tractor around the rink, I was so... Play, <laughs> playing on a swimming pool for the first time was real weird, yeah. but hey, it was cool. Depending on where you are in this, this podcast with your kids, this is a... Uh, Beach Bash is certainly a, an experience. Shout out Ocean City, Maryland. Right. The original green turtle, boys. The carousel. <laughs> Some great spots there. Great spots. All right, so those are my three. So what about you, Big Panda? Where are you at? All right, and uh, feel free to um, piggyback on this. It's, it's you know, my I think my three rules are a little bit broader than yours, right? Um, the the uh, My first rule is going to be uh, as a parent and... All right, my first rule is going to be, uh, as a parent, have have a little bit of self-awareness. And this is like a powder keg of... Ex- Taking shots over here, are we? No, no, <laughs> no, no. I, if anything, the three of us are probably somewhat self-aware. We wouldn't be sitting here talking about this stuff, right? Like, we, we can bash ourselves about this stuff, right? So I, I guess as, as from the new parent as, as, as a mite, Okay, banging on the glass is not going to make a damn bit of difference, and officials aren't calling anything as a mite in regards to penalties, really. You sure? Because I bang on that glass real hard. Well, yeah, you do. (laughs) You're you're being ass. Being ass? On that glass. (laughs) But, uh, no, I think think, so. Going back to, to some of your rules, I think it goes back to the... Know your kid, right? Like, know mm-hmm. where he's at, uh, know his abilities, um, you know, and, it, and it's okay if, you're, if your kid's a B level, whatever. It doesn't, you know, development, they, they, they speak about this word development, right? But 
you know, I, I wanna I wanna probably change it to like make it an experience, right? It's not about you know the, all these all these guys that that want to to sell you on these things, you know, in in, in the hockey world, they, they talk about development, develop, development, why you should be here, why you should be there. It's got to be about the experience. I mean, and what it's got to be about the experience and what what you're getting from it, right? And a lot of like you know, I think I transitioned from, and, and it took me a little bit of having to find that self-awareness where I thought my kid was awesome. And then I ran into the Cowboys kid at spring tryouts, and I was like, my kid is not good. <laughs> he cannot skate, <laughs> you know? And then my kid just, like, this year, like, you know, I figured out, like, as, as much as I was about the stats and as, as, much, as, as good as I thought he was, he could not skate well. <laughs> Yeah, but I think that you were self-aware enough yeah. to fix that. And, and you know, I took criticism, right? Well, I also think it holds a lot for your kid because I remember little Z showing up and the next thing I knew, little Panda was trying to keep up. It pushed him, oh, yeah. right? He found that motivation in a low spot. Other kids are like, bah. I'm not the best anymore. Your kid found that motivation in just somebody being better and faster, right? And he he wanted it. It motivated the hell out of him. And I was I was impressed. I'll be honest. I appreciate that. I mean, it's it was it was it was eye opening to see them, and I still remember that. Because the other thing was is they wore the same number, right? And that was that was interesting. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> He's mad because I made him pay a thousand dollars just to get that number back. Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but it was uh, it was it was really like again like be self aware and every year is a year of growth again for your kid and, and and you as a parent and you have to figure it out. Like I've done some things where I've not gone along with other parents and hockey is such an emotional sport. The speed of the game, the time, the money invested in it. And we get that, right? And if you're a new parent, like, just be self-aware of who you are and, and be self-aware of your image, right? And the joke is, is that there are no scouts out there, right? Like, huh? I don't believe you. <laughs> you're telling my kid isn't on the radar of the Calgary Flames right now? Right, right, right. But, but if, <laughs> if you, if you want to use, scouts in the if you want to use a, a, as a general rule of self-awareness, if you want to use that rule... Act like there's a scout out there because the, all these other podcasts will tell you those scouts look at the parents as much as the kids. If you think your kid has a chance, then just remember that, right? Oh, there's a great video of it's either Pat Summit or Gino Ariema, and he talk and they, the the coach talks about. I go to a game where I know it's going to be a blowout. I know that the kid I'm going to recruit is going to absolutely destroy the other team, and I want to see how they sit on the bench. I want to see how they interact with their teammates. I want to see how they come into the locker room knowing that they're going to shit pump this team. I want to see how they leave the locker room knowing that they're going to shit pump this team. Yeah. Like, buddy, that's that was mind-blowing to me. Like, why would you go watch them play a shitty team? And it makes sense. You're, you're in a fishbowl all the time, right? And it's taken me years to learn that. And, you know, we just got back from Philly, and I was probably pretty quiet. <laughs> You know, and while well, you were not being a dog, 
No, you absolutely abandoned us. <laughs> I did. For being... I kept looking at Uncle U.S. over there, and I was like, "Where's, where's Big Panda?" You know, you, and, and and this week, and, the, and that weekend was a little different because, again, when I when I say this, I was enjoying the experience. Um, it was a very like it was very weird. It was almost like. Like, I felt a connection with my kid that I hadn't felt in a, in a while. You're the only one that gets the Sammy Sosa love tap, so... I did. I did. So, my kid, my kid scores a, a game-tying goal. Um, he, he put out a great effort, and then he looks over at me, and everybody saw him. Give me the Sammy Sosa heart out, and that just... Again, it's, it's the experience, right? But I think if you're not self-aware and you start pushing your kid too hard, right, and you break a trust, there's a certain amount of trust that you have to have with your kid, right? And that's really important. And no, I think that's a great way to put yeah, it. The trust. If you if you lose that trust and he's just doing it for the wrong reasons, then you're gonna just completely blow the hockey experience, right? And that's just a forewarning. And uh, as I look at the cowboy over here, he <laughs> <laughs> again, I will not disparage anybody. <laughs> but no, uh, self awareness is, is really big. Um, no, I mean just just take a self-examination of, of where things are, right? That's, I know it's so broad, but... All right, so rule number two, don't be an enabler, right? Um, Did you throw us a curveball there? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, don't be an enabler. A swing and a mash. <laughs> where's, where's Big Panda gone? Right, right. Be, uh, be resilient, right? Don't... There are certain aspects of the game, I think, that that, that little panda has to learn on his own, Right? Like, he has to learn to deal with good and bad teammates, uh, kids that he might necessarily get along with. Um, you know, defeat, wins and losses, right? Like, not that that's a key part of it, but it's a lesson that's learned in it, right? You know, and I, I think too many parents get lost in it, like, we need to make our kids feel better because we want to feel better, right? And that's – I think there's – those are the absolute important times when, when you have that moment to teach them a lesson, right? Yeah, yeah. And a big thing for me is, and based on my life experiences and, you know, and, 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 and after retiring from 25 years in law enforcement, like, people need to be a little more resilient, right? I think there's too much of this in, in, in the culture, like, it, it just, there's so many lessons that can be learned from hockey, right? We all agree with that, right? Um, we do it daily. We do it after practices now. We do it, you know, and it's just not about, it's just not like a daily, like, school thing. It's not just a home thing. But in the sport of hockey, there's so many life lessons that we can teach, right? Don't enable him and just don't give him the the consolation prize just because he's, he's, you know, just because he's whatever, right? Like, I think you need to have some hard conversations, and you need to take advantage of that, and you need to teach them to be resilient. Like, go figure some things out. I will tell you, right, because I am, I am, I'm going to say this. I am blessed to work with 18 and 19-year-old kids. And I can immediately spot the athletes and the non-athletes by how they carry themselves throughout the day. Right? Every day, every second, there's wins and losses. But as an athlete, I can as a as a, a leadership, I can spot the kids who are more resilient because of of sports or or you know hard times in life or whatever, just by how they handle themselves throughout the day. 
And I think it's, it's huge, right? It creates that mental toughness like you're talking about. And, and we got a lot of people losing it, like hot take. Like I, a hundred percent. I think there's a lot of people that, that, that are enabling their kids, right? Like sports has become this thing, right? And this could be a, now that's another hot take, right? <laughs> like sports has just become this thing where like, I, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't want that lesson for my kid, but I, I think that's the role of the parent where you have to, 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 to have that hard conversation, right? Like it's not always going to be easy in hockey, right? No. You have to learn to be resilient and figure it out. Because, uh, again, I, I say this quite a bit, and my kid's only 10. Mommy and daddy aren't always going to be around, right? What are you going to do, right? Like, how are you, how are you going to succeed in life if you can't uh, get off off the ice, right? You know, and, you know, uh, I, here's, here's a prime example. You know, when my kid comes off and they, and they, and he, they lost the game, right? You guys remember this. And they're all bitching about the refing. I go, I go... The refing didn't lose that game. You lost that game. Find right? a way around it. Right? You got to work past that because you're not going to get every call in life, right? And I think as a parent, that's very important not to enable them and to teach them resilience, right? And my reaction to that was, okay, well, what are you going to do now? You're going to quit? Tell me what you're going to do because I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and be like agreeing with you that, yeah, the refing sucked. Did, that's the worst thing you can do. Did the ref control your effort? Right. Nah. Right? <laughs> Should you... I, I, and, I'll say this, like big picture, and I think this was one of my rules in our first take, was play for what's on the front of your jersey instead of what's on the back. Right, play for each other. You're, you're playing for the squad, for the boys. Like teach, teach your kid that. It's right. not about what's on the, f- the back of the jersey. It's what's on the front. Right. Like who's piggy, this, piggybacking. Who's, who's the coach that took away the names on the back of the jersey? I don't know. Oh, hot take on that. So my nine-year-old baseball team absolutely played as individuals. And I've told you guys this story. The second game of that tournament, I made those kids turn their jerseys around. I was like, if we're going to play what's for on the back, let's let's switch things up. Cowboy and, also lives in this non-PC world where shit like that can fly. Oh, we don't. What's PC mean? <laughs> Personal computer, what? Yeah, yeah. I've got one of those. I've got one of those at my house. But I I don't. I don't. I teach kids real life lessons. And I do it for my kid, too. And just, I'll I'll throw this out there, and I'm going to do the proud thing of my kid right now. The spring tournament, when we lost that championship, that was the proudest moment I've ever had of my kid. He won the tournament MVP. Remember that? He got this puck. But we lost. We got second place. Comes off the ice, mad as hell. He was a hornet. Throws the puck at me. And I was like, dude, you just won, like, tournament MVP. Good job. And he goes, we lost. That's awesome. I mean. Buddy, didn't care. Buddy, that's a teammate I want for my kid. Played for what's on the front and not on the back. That was my, like, I almost teared up i was like he gets it yeah and he we gets have, it and we have three different kids they're all different personalities but they all want to compete and again but we have three different styles too right i would say we have three different styles about how we're raising him in this hockey life right because hockey is a life right like 
They miss school because of it. We're always on the road together. And again, like it, it I guess that might first year might like maybe you can probably get away with like, okay, get up, you know, you know, patting your kid on the butt, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, well, you're I'm, just we're not introduced to it. it yeah. It's yeah. a different we're not, world. We're not saying let them sit out there as a six year old and cry. That's not what we're saying. But as you go up in the ranks, right, you need to start focusing on switching it around a little bit. Right. And just start going through transitions. Hockey culture is very dynamic. It's changing. It changes with the teams, right? The parents. And then you got the coaches, right? You got this, this mix, right? And sometimes it's not always going to work, you know? And that's why we've probably experienced different clubs and we've gone from different places because yep. it just doesn't work, right? So that's my rule number two. Number three is going to be sort of similar to number one. If you change this one, I'm, I quit. No longer a dog. Where's the live barn? <laughs> <laughs> so this, this aspect goes into to many different ways here, right? Like, a, you're, you're probably going to get picked up on Live Barn either doing something <laughs> stupid or saying something stupid, right? Like climbing the glass? Right, right, right. I so would it goes, never. It goes, <laughs> it, goes, it goes back to... In a pineapple suit? Right, right. <laughs> but it goes back to that self-awareness piece, right? I think these kind of two are interchange, right? Like, know where you are, know where you're at, know your audience, right, is, is basically what this is saying, okay? But you also need to understand that, that what you say and what gets caught on, on, on Live Barn as, a, as an analogy, right, like, it, it, it translates to your kid, right? So a lot of things that negative or positive, it's going to affect your kid at some point, right? So that's, that's kind of a, a very specific rule, but it's a very generic rule at the same time. And it goes back to being self-aware, Right, because it, it's ultimately you're spending months and months with these parents, these kids, the coach, and you know once you, once you're there, you have to learn to I guess navigate through these dynamics. You got to be resilient. <laughs> it goes back to rule number two, right? And then you got to be self-aware of where what the other parents are, are like and what their culture is and how they're raising their kid in hockey, right? And then you you'll find that group that meshes with you, right? Mm -hmm. So you guys got any takes on that? I mean, why, no, I, why were you like, don't change that rule? <laughs> I think it's a great rule, no, but it makes a... sense for you, like, to, to say that. Like, it made – you are the model of, like, where's that. Yeah, yeah, that's the first thing you say. You're like, where's the live barn? I do. I do ask every time. <laughs> um, you know, and then part of it is, is that, like, I, I think that I've learned – because I've done some embarrassing things. Like, there's no doubt about it. You get up, you play physical. Right, we right, win. right. You're the only one of this group. We don't know what that means, so All right, elaborate. <laughs> well, we, we just lost the integrity of the podcast as Cowboy lies on it. <laughs> but We're uh, here for laughs, not views. Right, right, right. <laughs> the, uh, you know, it's, I, I think a lot of it is it goes back to, you know, uh, we, we joke about our kids making the NHL, right? And... I don't want to be the reason, and we, we, we see it, you know. We go, to, we go to these, let's say we go out of town and we see parents from other teams, and nothing specific, but the way they act like, the way they act like you're just like, God, I would never want my kid to play with that, kid, that guy's kid, right? Because yeah. I don't want to deal with the dad, right? So that's, that's kind of what I mean by that, right? It's, 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 
it's like, I don't want to be that dad. Like, I don't want my kid to lose opportunities, right? And be like, you know, oh, they come with the reputation with the dad being an ass, right? You know, you can see it all over Live Barn, right? Or, you know, he's been caught, you know, doing stupid shit, you know? That's, that's where I'm at with that, so... That's why I'm different up until those contracts are signed. Once those contracts are signed, man, I'm, <laughs> you find in, out, buddy. Right, hey, right. You ain't gonna lose ten grand. You're so funny. you're stuck with me. <laughs> but just again, it goes self awareness, resilience, and then know where the live born is, right? Like know who you're talking in front of, know your audience, no, right? But I think that's a great metaphor for for everything that we deal with in hockey, right? Like, like, like exactly. Know your audience, right? I, th- I think it plays right into episode two, right? Like, like, hey, what what are you getting yourself into, and who are you getting yourself into? Oh, with? handcuffing, yeah, yeah. Oh, episodes then, two is what? Handcuffing season. <laughs> yeah. Let's get mated. <laughs> so, all right, so we're gonna go in the top three rinks and venues that we we all like. Um, Let's put some stipulations on this. No, Ooh. no stipulations. Yeah. No, no, uh, no doubling up. So if somebody picks yours, you got to go with another no, one. No, because yeah, it gets more. That. I don't hate that. No, it's good. It's good because now instead but, of getting like seven ranks, you got to fall back to your fourth place. But I think we're. we're I'll go first. No, no. hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I just think that we're like it's too broad, right? Like it's not broad. It's the ones that we've experienced. Broad though. Like, All right. But first, let's let's give the listeners a background. So we play in the CBHL right now, right? So we're. I think. I think the Cowboys probably had more expansive and, and Uncle Sammy's had more because he played an extra year of AAA hockey and my kid didn't. Not a big deal. Who played in <laughs> He played on a 2011 AAA team that Little Panda got cut from. So Snip, snip. Yeah. <laughs> so Buddy, Come back to the blue line. I'm just saying. The times are nice. Yeah. But uh, – so we play just just again for the just to reiterate we play in the CBHL so it, these are probably rinks that that I, I have limited but all right Chesapeake so what's the sti- Bay hockey league right. for those who don't know in case right. we catch a listener from Alaska right when we catch a listener from Alaska all you Alaskans stay warm right <laughs> all right so what's the stipulation there Uncle Sammy what do you want to what do you want to put as a, a handcuff on these choices here. Well, so I, I just think that, like you can you can have uh, you can like a rink for different reasons, right? So, like, are we talking like, hey, it was like the best? Like, I just enjoyed watching the game there because they thought about the fan, or right? Because I, I can tell you that yeah. my top three, like, hey, I got memories are way different than what you'll experience. All right, yeah. let's do let's do experience. Let's do experience and yep. memories. Yep. Okay, top three experience of memories. Oh, All right, memories, huh? That changes mine completely. No, no, no. Memories are another episode. Okay. We're going experience today. Okay, so, I got it. I surroundings. Wait, like for you, I think in our first take of episode, you were like, "I love this rank because of what my kid felt there, and well, I just enjoyed a, it." Championship, and- but the rank had holes in the roof, like. 
Well, that's all my kid knows is championships because that's all he is is a champion. Buddy, be Buddy, a champion. It's banner season. Let's go. I have, I have, I have, I, I have banners. I sleep in a fucking banner. Right. All I night. Stole, my pool table cover is a banner. But what else would I do with it? <laughs> Three right? of them stitched together. Right. I have a closet full <laughs> of banners. Pool table. It's just one. And on the back of that, his kid's stats are written in sharp. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, actually, one of those cricket machines has somehow managed to put. Ooh. Who's stepping up? Right, no right, sharpies. Right, right. We're we're kidding. By so the ex- way. so <laughs> joking around right now. So let's go experience to where if somebody listening to this podcast goes to that rank, they can relate to it, right? Like Fair. your kid winning a championship. If their kid loses in Ooh, the first minus, round, minus one, quick dash one. Like like they're not going to experience what you experience. So go with. Like ambiance, go with surroundings, <laughs> the, aura. the the ice conditions, like what's there. There's no stands, like that's not going to make your top. Listen, like best, like you know, maybe just what you feel when you go there like when you as see a it on the non- schedule. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Can't maybe, wait to go. There. Maybe yeah. maybe we haven't reiterated that the lack of opportunities or losses by other people's kids is not my problem. Have we not reiterated that? So that's episode three. Okay. My bad. (laughs) I'm kidding. Just go with like facility, the surroundings, like, oh man, it was so cool to walk out the front doors and hit this Applebee's that had jerseys all like that kind of stuff. I think is what we want to go with. I will do that. If I will agree to these stipulations, if episode three, because we've already done Yep, yeah, I'm in. No, no, you have pinky promise. I don't care what top it is. Top three, pinky. we're gonna do top three bourbons then, buddy. I can't speak on that. Exactly. No, uh, you have to do it. Jack Daniel, Jack Williams, uh, Williams, Jack. And- so hot take <laughs> episode three will be bourbons. I'm in. Miller Latte. Yeah, for your listeners out there. All right, I'll play in. I'll play to that. All right, and let's everybody go. Everybody gets to make fun of the cowboy because he mixes his with Coke. Like a bitch. Well, the problem, the problem too this is, is way off topic. We're gonna have to delete all this. So, all right. <laughs> but great conversation. <laughs> but real talk, like, like just overall, like throwing out all tire top three rinks. Yeah. Like I think it's got to be more narrowed so that okay. we have more top threes to do. All right, go ahead, cowboy. Roll with your three rinks. Ooh, hot, coming in hot. Um, and these will be posted to the website. So I think I'm stealing one off of everybody's list. And again, it's an East Coast thing. You play there a lot with the leagues that we play in. And it's Hollydale. God, everybody loves Sorry about it. Trash. No, it's not. Except the parking. Parking took it from a, like, absolute nine, solid nine down to a, like, eight. I will say that. Yet the cowboy. It's number one. The cowboy huh? made it number one, though. No, so how was at that? At an even? eight. You got to leave room. Have we played many games up north, like in Michigan and Chicago? We've played out like one or two, right? So we don't know what's out there. I got to leave uh, meat on the bone. You've, you've, you've played more rinks than I have. so uh, Maybe, maybe not. Okay. Um, but that, that, for me as a parent, and for my kid, I think he enjoys walking in. So parking's a shit show. Sorry about it. Like, it looks like they took a, a business that maybe got one to two customers an hour and turned it into an ice rink. Holly Dell, fix it. Um, 
you can't park. You like have to go across the street and park, walk across a, a road to get in. But once you open those doors, it's a cool rink. Okay, I, um, I would. I like Hollydale, so I'm the not bar. With you. The bar's like perfect. Dunlops, they, they just remodeled. Yeah, they absolutely did it right. You sit in the bar. You can watch both ice sheets. The food phenomenal. Um, it is good food. Service was. I, I mean, you act like you're in a restaurant there. Like, they serve you. It's not weird. It's not like, oh, shit, is there somebody working? Yep. Um, they're on top of their shit there. Staff is nice. The facility's clean. Locker rooms were cool. Like, I mean, we we play in a rank that locker rooms aren't the greatest, so locker rooms are kind of a big thing. I look at that now. But I, I think that's one of my favorites to go to. Number two, um, and this just goes, it kind of goes into a personal reason, but it kind of doesn't. I love Aston. I think having the two bars is cool. It, it has four sheets coming from the CBHL. What, what rank do we have that has four sheets? It was kind of just a, we're talking ice works here. Ice works in Aston PA. Okay. Um, it was just cool. Like to see four sheets and like, Kids can run around there and do whatever they want. There's things to do outside. You got the slushies. Shout out to the little uh, liquor store across the way. Yep. Um, Buy 11, get one free, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I just love going there. And it's not because of a championship. It's not because of, like, how my kid played there. Like, I absolutely just like going there. It's a cool little, like... It's not run down. It's kept up to a five, you know, just enough to make me happy when I walk you, in the place. Do you know who else likes going there? The hockey moms. <laughs> they love yeah, the slushies. I'm telling do. you. They do. That hey, is like anytime you go there, it's the first thing they do I is wanna, they get a box of slushies. Yeah, I want to say it's like the Dutton Mill alcohol. Dutton Mill beer place? It's something. It's something like that, I think yeah. It's a beer distributor. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, right yeah. across. Like, before you turn onto the road for the ice rink, it's right there. We Check are not sponsored by Dutton Mill Beer, but just we FYI. Can be. <laughs> um, so, that's, that's my number two. Um, number three is, I think, where were we just at? It was up in Boston. Foxborough? Foxborough. Like what the, was the name of the rank? Foxborough. Was it Foxborough? Foxborough? Sports Center. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm bad with names just for the listeners out there. He's bad with people too. And what? <laughs> I'm, I'm, fair. Fair. Won't, I'm kidding. I'm the cowboy. I'm kidding. Um, the pro shop there. Okay. So I'm huge on pro shops i love pro shops i wish our local rink had a better one but they don't so what maybe they fix it but that place had glove like if you play on a green team and you forgot your gloves at home guess what that place got it you break a stick they they don't sell the the low-end sticks they sell everything there like i walked in there and was like man Wish I had a thousand bucks to blow right now because I'd be buying up. Like they had gold gloves, they had red gloves, they had black gloves, blue gloves, green sticks, gear, like just knickknacks, pucks, 
and the facility was great. Right. Like, it was a great facility to play at. Parking was great, uh, easily accessible. So that would be my number three. You know, I, and I liked it because it, it snowed while we were there. <laughs> I know this sounds weird, but it just felt like hockey. Like it, it felt, it felt like, like northern, northeast right. hockey. It felt, I get that. It felt like we were in it. You know, does that make sense? I know that's more about memories. Yes, but, but you're right. It, it did. But walking in the front doors is kind of where I, like, draw the line on it is what do I feel when I walk in? That place was, it was busy. It was like executed right like i think we played early there didn't we like they cut the no. ice and you're on oh, yeah early? we were we like on early? we were I like we 10 did, minutes yeah. early it was it was a well-run facility uh, yeah, so but i think that is the tournament though right i think the tournament has a lot to do with yeah but if you're not staffed you're not running right like sure. it, it, I, I, you I know you gotta have that also so the tournament did great the facility did great but that pro shop like I hate walking into a place and I'm like, oh, did I sharpen my kid's skates? Let me go here and get my kid's skate sharpened. And I'm like, ooh, hey, uh, little Z, just don't cut the corner hard today. You know, that place I was like, man, I, I want to get my skate sharpened here. I bet you they're going to be great. You know, right, that right. I got that vibe about it. It felt hockey yeah. when I walked okay. in there. So that's, that's my top three. And I'm not going to steal... You're not stealing any U.S.'s top pick. He's busy. He's busy looking his up right now on the computer here because he can't remember the names of them. Google, what's the top what's ten the ranks in the, the Northeast? I just don't want to sound like R.C. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, in the first take, he couldn't remember the name of the damn rank. I couldn't. So here we go. All right, what you got there, uh, U.S.? So my top three, um, we're going to go uh, Evanston, Illinois. <laughs> What's the name of the rink? The Evanston Community Center. Evanston Community Center, okay. I, I really dig it because, one, it's it's a local community rink, right? So the whole thing was, was it was unreal, right? Like they had turf fields for lacrosse, soccer, baseball. Um, the sheet was gorgeous, right? Very well kept. The, the rink was clean. Um, like everything about it was was it, it almost felt like people cared about it. Yeah, so for local people, picture like St. James with some outside stuff. Yeah. Right? Would I would yeah. you agree like clean like they spent the money, they got it right, well, like and, they did their thing. And I think the coolest part is everybody was bought into it, right? Like like you could tell the people that go there care about the building. It, so that's it, it was just different. a good like vibe there yeah, yeah. Like that, we that, played there together it was a good time clean like you you s knew it was an ice rink when you showed up like yeah that's another thing i hate showing up to a building and it's like where's the rink and they're like oh that right you're right standing there. next to yeah. it what the bob evans what like yeah so I, I agree with you that's a huge that was a plus for us too yeah, yeah good good pick uh and then so the the second is uh, kind of a hot take because Ooh, they could have done better and they could make it better, but the St. James. St. Okay. James, Goldman Sachs, whoever you are, please put a divider. Yeah, how do you please put a divider because okay, so when whistle here, blows on rink one and rink two stops, 
It's annoying. Okay, but, but they're, <laughs> they're already showing improvement, right? Like, we played there the first year it opened. Great facility, though. Uh, oh, we played there the first year, and the, the scoreboard's behind the bench. So the, 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 the coaches, the people in the penalty box can't see the time on the penalty. That's on purpose. Play the game. <laughs> Don't get penalties. <laughs> I got it. No, um, St. James is a great facility. Good choice on that. Again, though, if they would just put a divider in that mezzanine or whatever they call it, the walkthrough, yeah. to where you can't hear what's going on on the other side, that's a number one facility. So my other hot take on St. James is get live barn. Can I, can I throw something else on there for a number three of something to do? Yeah. Can you get a pro shop? They have zero. Yeah, but I don't think I can afford anything in their pro shop, so. It doesn't matter. It's showing up and letting <laughs> your kid walk around it and be like, oh, that's cool. Like, so we played a spring season there or whatever. We played a little bit there, and my kid wanted a sweatshirt. Couldn't buy nothing. They're, they don't have a pro shop. They do have a place to get sharpened, but just get no. a pro shop. You have the money. You, you have the you space. You might have been able to get a Gucci sweatshirt for like two fifty, right? Or no? No, it was Louis Vuitton. My bad. Um, My bad. Okay. No, but just get a pro shop. <laughs> so we I'm love the St. James. We're kidding. I mean, yeah. no, no, no. I, I love showing up there. I, I know where I'm going. It's open. It's big. There's other things to do. It's like Evanston, but indoors. So it's cool. Um, great choice. So, and then my. Th- Third choice is going to be a little bit spicy. It's Ice Line in Philly. It's the other four sheets in Philly. But, like, what a great experience, right? Decent pro shop. They got the, the rink fours, got the great bar over it with, with great beers. You can sit in there, keep your toes warm. Where did we play? What, what did we play there? Because I feel like I've been there, but I can't remember it. So we've played there a couple times. Um, maybe it was Messier. Did we go to Philly? No. Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah, we went. We went with the 2011s, and that's a completely okay. separate. Discussion. So we weren't on that. Did uh, you hear he played on the 2011 team as a 2012? As a 2012. Have you fucking heard of it? No, but w- there was. <laughs> I swear there was a rank with that going on, and we all it was like super concrete up there, like just revised it. Was that the place? Uh, or no? Yeah, but no, it's kind of the one like. Like you got to walk up like a bunch of stairs, go through a hallway, and then you're at the bar. Or am I no, thinking of another? Like you place? walk up the stairs and the bar. It's got that right wood, that like cherry like, wood. Super nice bar, like. Yeah. I don't know if I've been there. Oh, I think you have. So Without I'm the gonna, Google uh, machine, yeah, it's, 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 it it's really weird to get there. You're almost driving through some neighborhoods, yeah. and then you come out like at an industrial building or something, and it's back in there. It's like tucked away. Yeah, uh, but I agree with you 100. percent I love sitting there because they have like a like a, a sitting bar situated over the glass. I mean, I'm sorry, um, that's glassed off, overlooking the rink, and it is awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, like that is just a great place to go and watch hockey. You know, like. And you're warm. Oh, so yeah. looking at the pictures, I have never been there. Wow. It's really wow, a rink oh, you've never been to. Fantastic. Wow. I went I lived up there. I also appreciate I never went there. I also appreciate the 
the, the kids of Philly, um, if you're going from rink two to rink one, they have uh, they've peeled off certain parts of the sign that says watch for flying pucks, and it may <laughs> say watch for flying bucks, which, uh, as we know, the hockey parents probably let the fucks fly every once in a while. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. All right, Big Panda, bring it home. All right. Um, let me think here. I was thinking of a rink, but... Um, well, all right, so my first, my number one rink <laughs> that I'm going to go to, I'm going to go something local, right? I'm going to go DMV area, and it's got to be Ion International Training Center. Um, <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Who saw that one coming? <laughs> uh, I, I, think, uh, I think we've talked about this before, um, and this has not changed from my first take. The, the home ice advantage there, I think it's phenomenal. I mean, if you're a visiting program and you come in there. It's intimidating. And you come into that arena, you see just all those seats and the, it just feels so big, right? And the kids get to just practice on, it's it's probably the closest thing to come to. Professional. Well, right, professional. It's, it's like a, a professional type facility. Rink. And they're adding on. Yeah. I'm, I can't wait to see the renovations. Yeah. They're going to add place. on. They're going to add on two more sheets. Um yeah. You know, there's been talk about bringing a junior team there, um, you know, and, and, and give or take, I, you know, the, I think the food is decent at the restaurant. They probably need, they need to expand that a little bit better. Um, and open up at 6 a.m. to serve coffee. Yeah, we need coffee. And, get, and get a pro shop. The pro shop, yeah, that's another thing. But, again, I think overall, like, it's going to be one of my top rings. I, it's just. It's a great you know, ring. There's, 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 obviously, every rink is not perfect. Right, but there's there's things that can be improved, and I think that you know we could we could probably add some things to it, but just just the feel of the ice, I think it's a great experience for for my for my kid for Little Panda, so that's number one for me. Uh, number two is going to be uh, Click Lewis. There it is. Everybody, <laughs> shout out Black Bears. Right, right. They just <laughs> bought Click Lewis. Uh, Click Lewis is just. It's like a homegrown rink. It's it's got its own. I, I like again. It's not. I'm going to go outside the parameters here, and you both are going to get pissed. Uh, here we go. But I like the things that. But no, you talked about the slushies near Aston, so I can talk about the slushies that are near the uh, Click Lewis oh, Arena. We get those. Yeah, that so we got some that. slushies from there, and I think they got a great cheesesteak spot up there called Stuffs. Again, we're not sponsored by Stuffs, but uh, family-owned business. Uh, man, I would love to go there and. and one day and talk about our podcast and we have a you know we'll talk about that later but we're gonna on our site we're gonna put uh hockey owned well i don't know if they're hockey owned but you know businesses that we support and sponsor right so if we're gonna endorse anything it's gonna be a business right that that we like yeah but i think stuff's is awesome if you get a chance it's a very small mom and pop store you see the parents in there just and the kids all working and they're attached to the liquor store with the slushies. There it is. There's the truth. Right. So it's all, you know, it's in a small town, small town feel. Uh, there are baseball fields, you know, that surround it. So you drive through and you see it's in a sports complex, I guess, right? Is yeah. That... So the whole road is sports. Right. You know, so... you've got frozen ropes there that is indoor baseball facility. You have six fields. Like if you go there in any time other than dead of winter, you're going to see a baseball tournament there, which is really cool being a baseball guy. Right. So I'm with you. I do like that. That would be like four or I just, five for I just, me. I just like that area. 
some downside is off the beaten path a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like our hotel's like a mile and a half away, but you're driving through like yeah, children a, of the corn, you know, <laughs> like it's really, it's very odd. Well, it's but, weird. It's got that weird feel to it, but you're next to Hershey park. Like yeah, I told you far, my yeah. favorite thing ever. Like it's, it was chaotic, but the Halloween howl as a mite shout out to mites coaches get in. Like it was so cool. Like you're next to Hershey Park, you're playing hockey, there's there's things to do around there. So I know you're erasing your memories of that place, but it's still a great thing. No, it's a no. cool place to go. It's different, it's out there, like it's cool. Yeah, it's it's you know, and the hockey is such a small community, right? Like, you know, he's talking about that Halloween Howl tournament and we ended up meeting some people from Loudon that, you know, inadvertently, and we ended up, you know, end up friending them in the long run. So, and same with some Ashburn parents and, you know. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah, so we ended up meeting a bunch of parents, and it's just, I thought Click Lewis was a great experience. Um, Number three, um, and this is going to come off out of nowhere, is Arctic Coliseum in Michigan where we played um i for what stands out for me in that facility was that bar like i really like Ooh, the bar was good like i remember going up that's stairs. the one that you went upstairs and it was like all yes. concrete okay yeah and then Man, you had that you had was cool glass on both sides right that was cool. I, I i really liked that bar and that restaurant there and it kind of reminds me of dunlops so i mean we didn't have don't hate dunlops is way better Oh yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. It is, but um, yeah, we pick. we like the like we like the restaurant up there. Um, our hockey weekend wasn't awesome, but you know, overall, cool still experience. the rink was it's great. Not about wins, big panda. Uh, I know, I know, and I gotta be a little more self aware. Did they have uh, a good pro shop there? I, I had to buy a little peanut out of cup there, and it was terrible. Did they even have one? Yeah, I just don't remember. Like, like a, I'm not trying to be a, a like. Oh, okay, so get, bet they didn't have a cool one. Okay, so it was okay. The selection wasn't there, but the guy like is retired and like just likes the game, and so like he just sits back there and sharpens skates and does his thing. Where was it in the rink? When you walk in, if you're facing both sheets, it's on the right side. I just don't remember the pro shop there. Like I remember that rink, and it was cool. Like. You're in Michigan. You're in, like, one of the hearts of hockey, so it was cool. I spent a lot of time in the bar, so I don't remember. That's my problem. That's why I don't remember what was to my right. So (laughs) so attached to that, attached to that, two things that that are memorable with that experience. And I'm attaching the experience to the rink. I will do that, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we also went and saw a Michigan hockey game. And we went to Yost Arena, right? So ambiance, man. That, that, is, that is completely uh, obviously separate, and I'm not going to include that in my top three because we're doing rings that we played in. No, but, but it was cool because it was there. It was there, right? Yeah. And if you go to Michigan, you have to go. Like, I've become a huge fan of going to college hockey games, right? Like, yeah. we've been to three this year, and we're going to a fourth, and I just, I'm just like a super fan now. Like, I love NHL hockey. But I appreciate even college hockey even more now after experiencing it. And no, I th- and, and I think it definitely changed Little Peanut, like because now he wants to go. Like I want to go somewhere where the students are there and they're cheering and they're they're giving the other team the business. Like yeah, give your kid the opportunity to see what he can be. Yeah, you right. know, like no, do you want to be in the like student that. section yeah. or do you want to be on so, the ice getting like that? 
TikTok I sent you the other day of your boy. Yeah. With Utica. Dude. So Buddy. We'll, so what we'll do is Buzzing. in a later pod, what we'll do is we'll we'll attach and do our top three experiences. Right, like well, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. we'll do. We'll 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 do that, and like, we'll add that your on there. Favorite that. and why? And we're gonna list this on the website. It's the donkshockeypod.org. We we actually have a website running. Shout um, out plug, <laughs> but uh, it's again it's because we have a panda. <laughs> it's the donkshockeypod.org, and we're gonna list our our three rinks on there, and uh, we're going to list resources for, uh, all the listeners. Right. So, you know, we're not, again, we're not gonna be partial to anything in particular. You'll see all local leagues, um, CBHL website will be on that site. There'll be a hockey tournament finder on that website. Uh, my hockey rankings will be on that website and whatever suggestions you all might have for it. Um, what, what all the other thing we'll include on our website is we're going to have our, uh, hockey owned businesses or sponsored businesses that the donks, um, sponsor okay um that'll be on our website too and they'll be um you know just click on the icon and you can take that to our web to uh to their website uh but we'll have all those resources there for you uh you know we want to be we want to be a resource for the listener out there we want to be a resource for hockey parents in the dmv area specifically because you know when we didn't get into it but the culture and and you go regionally to different areas the culture is much different right so we thought it would be good to center focus on, on this area and give you our, our hot take on it. So, but with that said, let's let's go into our first hockey sponsored business. Let's do it. Oh, am I am I doing this? That's yours. Oh, I I get to talk about HK HK Exteriors. That's our first sponsored business. That's H K E X T E R I O R S. I just okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've, we've had HK come out to the house and do some work and uh, just phenomenal, right? Great customer service. They go above and beyond for, for everybody. Um, yeah, they came out to our house too, did a great job. They'll, um, they're, they're attentive, right? They, they professional and they did a great job. They fixed some tiles on the roof, did a roof check, um, did some power washing for me. Great, great, great company. Yeah. And, you know, you, you you don't often deal with the guy who's in charge. And so, like, having knowing that, like, the guy in charge is out doing, like, doing the work and, and actually cares about the business, like, you can't beat it. Yep. So that's our first sponsored business, and we're going to do one every podcast. We're going to have a, a hockey-owned business, like we said, and it'll be on our website. So so let's let's give you our info. If you have any comments, critiques, and or you want a topic covered, uh, we have an email address set up. It's 3donkshockeypod at gmail.com. It's the number 3, D-O-N-K-S, hockey, H-O-C-K-E-Y-P-O-D at gmail.com. And then we have our website site also up and running. We'll have all our resources on there and all the hockey-sponsored businesses. It's the donkshockeypod.org. The Donks All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Roadie. Roadie, you guys ready for a roadie?